an elite swim club in Western Canada is addressing bullying. So the question is, how successful is the addressing of the bullying going for them? And joining us is Julie Brook, who's Associate Professor in Health and Physical Education, Sport and Recreation Management at Mount Royal University in Calgary. Hey, Julie, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You? Fine, thank you. So this Elite Swim Club is in Calgary, by the sounds of it. What are you hearing about uh, how things are going for the bullying situation there? Well, I'll, I'll take you back just a little bit. Um, so in 2017, the Swim Club wanted to do something about addressing bullying and creating a really positive culture within their swim club. Right. And the woman that was in charge of sort of the safe sports stuff approached Dare to Care, which has been an existing program, um, a, a bully prevention program for over 25 years focused on uh, school bullying. And that person uh, approached Dare to Care to see if they could adapt, sorry about the ringing, adapt the That's program okay. Um adapt the program to focus on the the sport, to focus on sports. And in the meantime, approached me to see about doing some research in that area. And so um, I did, they implemented the program. So it was a pilot program uh, where they required everybody involved with the swim club to participate in this bully prevention program. And um, then I was able to survey and interview um, parent, mostly parents, but some uh, coaches and some um, athletes as well. Right. And they, some of the things they really talked about were having a common language of what, what bullying is, because bully, bullying actually has a very clear definition, and, and often we just throw out the term bullying. But if we know the difference between what bullying is, what conflict is, um, then we can address it more. And so the, the club had talked about, through the research, had talked about really having this common language, the idea that everyone was being educated. So again, all athletes, parents, coaches, administration um, participated in a workshop and, and those schools, uh, skills and tools. And, and, and it has really spread. Dare to Care and Sport is being offered in many sports um, across Canada, really. So when it comes to sport dropout, is this one of the, the biggest reasons why somebody might drop out of uh, any kind of participation sport? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, obviously people drop out of sport for other reasons too. Maybe yeah. they find a new activity or what, or, you know, they fall in love with arts or things like that. But absolutely the main cause that we, that we see is um, sort of that pressure that it's not fun anymore. Um, pressure from parents, coaches, other athletes in their, in their club. Um, so yeah, it's a huge reason um, that people are dropping out of sport. So, so what would be some of the long-term effects on people uh, who are being bullied in sport. Uh, th- th- were you able to figure that there's a few things that definitely were, uh, I guess, common with everybody? Uh, if you look at the research, not the research that I, that I personally did, but if okay. you look at research um, about bullying, you know, bullying in sport, absolutely. I mean, dropout for sure, but, you know, drinking, um, you know, p- poor behavior that we see, depression and those type of things, um, do come with it. And so really the, the focus of Dare to Care, this program is to, uh, to equip people with skills and knowledge so that we can make safe, uh, or sorry, that we can make sport a safe place um, that, that all athletes and members of whatever club it is want to come back, want to be part of it, want to have fun um, and, and stay in, involved. 
obviously the University of Calgary Swim Club was uh, part of this, but you know, everybody thinks that they know what bullying is. Is there really a true definition? Do we always see it, or is it uh, is there bullying that goes on and it's kind of under the surface where people don't see it at all? So it, it, that's a good question. There is there is a definition of bullying, and okay. so bullying really needs to be intentional. So there has to be an intentionality behind it. Right. It needs to be repetitive, so not just a one time thing. Um, and there has to be a power difference, and it's mean. I mean, I can have a bad day and and say something that's mean or do something that's mean. I can apologize from it. We can move on. I can learn from it. Um, but bullying is sort of that repetitive, ongoing nature type thing. And so I, I think one of the things that that I found in my research, but also again a, a big focus of Dare to Care, is is helping people understand the the difference so that you can deal with it. I mean, being mean, there still should be consequences and all of that, right? Like, right. you don't want that either. Um, but but there's some differences in there. And so, you know, how do you, um, how do we make sure that we're all on the same page of what these, uh, what it means, what bullying means, what conflict is, what can we learn from conflict and so on? Julia, are people afraid to get involved, even if they see it? Yeah, absolutely. There's reasons um, why people don't say anything. And and again, I would say one of the the key things of Dare to Care is really trying to look at that large majority of any group, club, workplace um, that is a silent majority. So they see it, um, but for whatever reason, um, and there's some common reasons, but for whatever reason, they're they're not stepping forward. And, And Dare to Care's focus is really this idea of how do we take that silent majority, which is so much more than the about 2% of true bullies and empower that silent majority to become a caring majority, to to step up if they see it, to stand by the people that are being targeted, um, and to change the power from that small percentage of bullies to that much larger percentage, that, that silent majority to that caring majority. So when you take a look at the Dare to Care program, how how advanced does it continue to go? In other words, how much is it growing since it first started? Uh, so the, the again, the pilot project was in the swim club, and now yes. it, it is it is well over. And I, like I was pretty, I mean, I, I did it as research, but I was really impressed. And I, I think that there's a benefit of, of being involved in things that we research. And so just recently, like in the last few months, I started to train to um, facilitate the programs as well. And I think a unique thing about them is, there's different programs for different age groups. There's a different program for parents. There's a different program um, for the coaches, all with the same information, but delivered age appropriately with different activities and some different, also some different con- uh, comment, um, content that matches the group. Um, and so, it, I mean, even in, in my short time, it's definitely, it's grown. It's, uh, many different sports are involved. Many different um, provinces are involved. So, you know, it's definitely one step in trying to keep sport safe for everybody so that it is um, a comforting, safe, exciting place to go and be part of. How tough is that to have to deliver a similar message, but just differently to different people? That, that's got to be complex. Yeah, well, the the group that runs the Dare to Care, so Lisa Dixon-Wells, the, the founder of it, again, it, this, is, this program's been around for 25 years, so she is a, an expert in bully prevention and um, has a lot and a lot of experience and knowledge, along with Rain and Matt, who are coaches and um, have done done just a fantastic job in really staying on top of the literature, staying on top of what's happening, and really creating programs 
that are meeting those, those needs. So making sure the language is appropriate for the appropriate um, level, making sure the activities that they do make sense for the different groups that they're being delivered to. The level of satisfaction, if you start to see that there is some improvement and this is slowly going away, I'm guessing that's satisfying, but there's also going to be the other side of it where you see there's still a lot of work to be done here. Which side do you fall on here? Oh, that, that's, a, that's a good question. I mean, I, I, I guess personally, I would fall on any education that we can provide um, is, is hopefully going to make a difference, going to empower maybe one or two people, maybe a whole club to be able to stand up. And I, I think we just have to keep working at it. Um, and I know I've said this twice already, but... That's okay. Um, I, I mean, I strongly believe in sport and recreation and the benefits that come from it. And if we can do anything to, to make it a, a better experience for, you know, one, two, a hundred million, then, then we just need to keep going. See, the way I see it is if you believe you're making a difference, you are making a difference. So I, I think that's fantastic. I, this is this has been great. Thank you for coming on. And you said you said something twice. I don't think you can say it enough, right? Yeah. You just got to yeah. get out there and keep saying it. Hey, uh, Julie, thanks very much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Tough subject. Thanks very much. There you, you go. Bet. Julie Book, Associate Professor in Health and Physical Education in Sport and Recreation Management at Mount Royal University in Calgary.